Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to the Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis Show, aired every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Cat Cannabis is the international best-selling author of Surviving Cancerland, Intuitive Aspects of Healing, and the host of Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV Show. Together, we will explore cutting-edge insights and philosophies in health, wealth, and relationships. Kat's guests will be ordinary people with extraordinary stories. Now, here is your host, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Welcome to the show, everyone, today. As you know, this is your G-spot, G as in guidance, inner guidance, to be exact. And we have a wonderful show for you today with authors Kelly Johnson and Peter Vegso. They wrote the incredible book, Feeling Great. Creating a Life of Optimism, Enthusiasm, and Contentment. And we're going, this is absolutely a must-have book that you need to get to help you get onto the road of fulfillment and really living. When was the last time you were really feeling great? Now, not just physically, but robustly fulfilled and happy, as in happy dance happy. You know, there may be many reasons why you haven't attained that peak, or, you know, maybe you have, but you weren't able to keep it. To sustain that peak of living, that true ongoing contentment, it really eludes most of us. But today we're going to explore a fascinating and complete guidebook that offers a simple blueprint for a lifelong embodiment of true contentment, feeling great, Creating a Love of Optimism, Enthusiasm, and Contentment is by HCI Books. And it is Wisdom Keepers, Daddy Yankee, Peter Vegso, and Kelly Johnson, who are going to help you reach that permanently elevated state of mind and way of living. Because, you know, feeling great is not something that can be bottled or sold, or my goodness, there'd be so many of us that would be multi-billionaires. It does not come from where we live, what we drive, or who we are. It's not about having a good time for just a few hours. 
you know, happy hour, happy time? No. Or about having money to spend. It's about putting your life in order and remembering who you really are. It's about an authentic way of living from the inside that will sustain you through life's challenges. And who does not have challenges today? So today on this show, we're going to share treasures built on the timeless spiritual teachings of visionary Dottie Yankee, who is a revered leader of the worldwide Brahmin Kumari spiritual movement. And you're going to learn the precepts for feeling great and keys that are going to unlock your ability to keep that feeling for more than just an hour, for more than just a day. Have it all the time, no matter what. So without further ado, I'd really like to introduce you to the author, one of the, one of the two authors of this book, Feeling Great, Creating a Life of Optimism, Enthusiasm, and Contentment. Welcome to the show, Peter Vegsell. I'm glad to be here. Uh, actually, you're asking if I'm feeling great. I think you just made me feel great by that introduction. <laughs> that was fantastic. That was great. Well, thank you so much. You know, feeling great is something we all want to do. I, I don't know anybody who wakes up in the morning, Peter, gets out of bed, says, you know, I feel great. I think I'll do something like bang my toe so I can bring myself <laughs> down to earth and really be miserable. I mean, I, I've never met anyone like that. Have you? No, no. I, I mean, you've got to wake up slowly and, and not be focusing on the day. You just have to wake up and focus on yourself for a little bit. Uh, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I do a series of little exercises and stretches, and uh, and, and part of that is breathing. Uh, you know, I like yoga. I've, I've done sort of hot room yoga, oh, God, for, oh, maybe 20 years now. And uh, uh, it, it just, you know, the stretching, the breathing, all very important in terms of getting in touch with yourself. So, mm-hmm. so you're talking about the Bikram yoga? Yes. Is it yeah. is mm-hmm. it the Bikram? Yeah, that is yeah. that is some awesome yoga. I mean, you just get so limp and limber. <laughs> it's right. wonderful. Oh, yeah. So no. you do that every morning? Well, I not not the whole thing. I, I do uh maybe fifteen minutes of, of stretches and breathing uh in, in the morning, every morning. Mhm. And you start. find that that kinda gets you on on the path to your your contentment, your optimism, and an enthusiasm for the day and life? Yeah, no, it gives me a chance to just be me and not be worrying about anything else. Just, mm-hmm. you know, you got to find out who you are. You, you know, the the cover of the book is kind of interesting a little bit in terms of how we put it together and... Uh, and, and this book's a little bit different in terms of the cover. On, in the bottom right-hand corner, there's an appearance of it. It looks like it's an underwater shot. There's a gold coin, and it would be like the treasure that we're all looking for in our lives. But the treasure really isn't a gold coin. It's love. And, and you have to learn to love yourself first before you can share that with anybody else. Because once you do that, then you can see with love 
And once you begin to see with love, the whole world takes on a whole different perspective. And you can share and change and be caring and helpful. So that's... I put that gold coin in there, probably more for myself because no one else will know what what it means, but that's what it means, having that gold coin. It's finding that treasure within you, finding love. That is wonderful. You do. You really... and, And, you know, until you can totally love yourself, I find it's difficult to expect anybody else to really love you. And we and we really do need to love ourselves first. But the other thing that's so wonderful about love, Peter, is I believe it's something, it is that treasure that we can take with us to the other side, and that makes it the ultimate Wealth. I really believe that our loved ones who have passed over, when we are in a time of need, I believe that love connects us to them and they can come back to us through dreams, prayers, meditation, Bikram yoga, and mm-hmm. help us work <laughs> through that that challenge. Do, do you feel that, you know, our, our world is really fraught with confusion and tension um, oh. and, and, and our workplaces that are supposed to be safe havens and our homes can be magnets for, for chaos. Do you feel that, that life is really hopeless? Not at all. I think it's hopeful. But you're right. You know, if you pay attention to the news or watch the news, uh, yes, there's the world is in a mess, sort of, in terms of uh, how people are behaving, and and there isn't enough mindfulness and compassion. Uh, people sort of, you know, they end up either, they can be their own worst enemies in terms of blaming themselves. You know, I, I'm not good enough, or uh, I don't deserve mm-hmm. that, and and and. That's where you have to you have to lose that. You that's where you have to go through the journey of learning how to love yourself. And uh, you know, there's just too much chaos. And then then there's the ego thing in terms of where you know it's all me, me, me. And when it isn't really all me, me, me. And the idea, you know, like in our culture, we're getting to. Too much to the point where materialism is everything. It's how much do you have, how much do you make, what do you have. Uh, you know, people get get caught up in terms of chasing materialism, and you can have moments of you know where you can feel really quite successful and happy with yourself, and then mm-hmm. you go chasing it more, and you're chasing the wrong thing. You know, you're chasing mm-hmm. having more, more, more when you really should be looking at contentment. And and that doesn't mean you have to be satisfied with little, but contentment with yourself so that you feel good about yourself. And, and, that, and that inspires that love to grow inside, and then you can share that. You know, like I find a lot of people who do well don't give back very much in, in terms of, wanting to share, you know, their success. And uh, it's kind of important to do that. And uh, so anyway, I I could keep rambling on. (laughs) 
Oh, you know, we and we love listening to that rambling because it's not rambling at all. So kind of what I was hearing you say is something that I so strongly believe in, and that's that contentment is almost like a freedom from want, and that comes from not trying to keep up with the Jones, but just right. trying to fulfill yourself. Yeah, you have to learn who you are and, and appreciate and love who you are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, people go yeah. chasing the wrong things, you know, like... Money isn't everything. Yes, we all need a certain amount of it to uh, to be able to get by and to uh, to enjoy life and to enjoy nature. You know, I love nature. Uh, you know, the beach, the uh, the rivers, the mountains. Uh, I mean, when you think of you know those four items I mentioned to you earlier: the earth, the air, the sun, and the water. Those four items that uh, you know a higher power, a god created. And that team, you know, works together incredibly well. And I think, you know, nature is the greatest artist on the ever. When you look at nature, mm-hmm. that, that is art at its highest level. The colors, the ah, uh, oh, just the uh, the intrigue, the, uh, the the beauty is is incredible. We don't enjoy nature enough. We take it for granted. Uh, Actually, I think we try to mess it up a lot in terms of <laughs> loitering and uh, you know all the other things that we do to uh, to harm nature to some extent. And if you removed one of those items, there would be nothing left. We would all be dead. There would be no planet. There wouldn't be a living thing. Mm-hmm. So energy is a part of absolutely, and I'd say energy could be God, and he's a part of absolutely everything thing every human you just have to, you have to accept it that that part of you and it's a good part of you it's a part of you and that energy is what connects us to nature and i i so believe that nature is the grand healer the next time you're not feeling content go and sit under a tree with the book feeling great creating a life of optimism, enthusiasm, and contentment. Read the book and feel yourself healing in nature. The tree, the tree is going to be reading that book right along with you. So uh, before we take what our, I'd like our you first to do quick... first, though, What I'd like you mm-hmm. to do first is hug mm-hmm. the tree. Then yes, the tree. I agree. Oh, it feels so good, doesn't yeah. it? It does. Oh, I love it when you hug when you <laughs> hug a tree. I feel like I'm suddenly just going to sleep or that I'm meditating. There is mm. something that connects to my heart and I swear that tree is hugging me back. They're You're just right. amazing. Absolutely. So, for those of you just tuning in, we have Peter Vegso with us and he is one of the authors of Feeling Great. Creating a life of optimism, enthusiasm, and contentment. And he is one of the two authors. The other author is Kelly Johnson. And uh, Peter, can you share with us your contact information in case anybody would like to know a little bit more about you, the book, or what you do? Well, sure, yeah, no. Uh, you can find out about that book in you know, Health Communications, which is. Uh, you know, my company uh, publishes a lot of books in the inspiration self-help area, and you can go find our list of titles uh, on www.hci.com, hcibooks.com, and 
you know, you can find all of our titles there that we've published, uh, oh, God, over the past 37 years. We've been in the publishing business in in, uh, in areas of inspiration and self-help and diet and health and, and recovery in terms of the addictions world. And uh, you can find me there as well. Um, I started the company back in 1976, and, uh, you know, we do not only publish books, but we do conferences for professionals working in the addictions area, counselors, therapists. We do three-day events where they can earn their CEUs that they need, and we also publish a couple of magazines, one for uh, counselors and uh, behavioral health professionals and the other for recovering individuals. It's called Renew Magazine, and uh, Counselor Magazine is the one for professionals. Don't go away. We are going to be right back with more about Peter Vegso and his fabulous book. And also we're going to be talking about some of the lessons that you, the reader, will learn from this book. Are you ready to reserve some time for yourself to refresh your spirit, revitalize your mind, and recharge your passion? Join the Retreat for Your Soul workshop with the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod radio and TV host Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and author, artist, and pilot Margot Cheel. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Welcome back, everybody. And for those of you who are just tuning in right now, we have with us today... Peter Vegso, he's an entrepreneur and pioneer of self-help publishing, best known for being the original publisher of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series and Kelly Johnson, writer, editor, and marketing whiz for personal growth books. So welcome back to uh, the show. And Peter, I have a couple of questions for you. Um, When our readers read your book, Tell us a little bit about what they're going to learn about the gravity of negativity. Um, when when we're encumbered by emotions such as resentment, wounded pride, and rejection that holds us down and, and drains the goodwill and that spontaneity from our lives. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, yeah, no, I think uh, most of that is common sense. You know, in terms of reading the book, it's a very easy read. And, uh, you know, when you talk about negativity, negativity is what brings us down if we focus on that. And it has a tendency to keep wanting to grow inside of us and uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and to take hold of us. And, and then it becomes very difficult for us to relax, let go, forgive, and get on with life. And, uh, you know, people can get really bogged down with with not only negativity, but in terms of, you know, blaming, being angry. Uh, you know, you can pick up all the negative emotions and, uh, you know, they can drive you crazy. And there's really nothing to be gained by focusing on that. And as the more you focus on that, you know, there's something called thoughts are things. And, and, you know, your thoughts are what you actually become. There's consequences for thinking negatively, and uh, and the consequences aren't positive. 
they just bring you down further. So, you know, the whole idea is to try to understand what you're doing and to relax. And that's where the whole meditation comes in. Yoga can come in where you can actually subtract yourself from all these things that are going on in your mind where you can let them go. The the idea is to let it go. And because hanging on to it, there's nothing to be accomplished. You know, mm-hmm. you need to deep breaths and and let it go. And if there are people involved that you're angry with or you want to blame, just forgive them. Forgive them. Forgiveness is such incredible freedom. Um, you know, it's almost like you're you're taking all that negativity, all that garbage, and, and mm-hmm. throwing it out to the universe. And the universe is so good at just making it explode and disappear. Mm-hmm. But you're so right, Peter. You know, we talk about the, the idea of food for thought. If mm-hmm. we are what we eat, we yeah. become what we right. think. So exactly. feed your mind healthy mm-hmm. thoughts. Um, so let, let's talk about another uh, another great uh, lesson that I, I was reading in your book about enthusiasm, optimism, and contentment and how we can use them as keys that can free us from chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, how how can we... We use those. For instance, what, what I mean is we kind of touched on that a little bit, but let's say we do get to work and we're working in our office and that awesome, the office gossip starts again. You know how that goes, that, that uh, water cooler little group that, that, uh, ha- and, they, and they're targeting you today. How can you use enthusiasm, optimism, and contentment to combat that chaos? You know, the the optimism thing, you know, some people get carried away with, you know, being positive and optimism is, uh, you know, I'm going to win the lottery next week and I have to win it uh, in in order for me to move forwardly. Uh, Optimism has to be real in terms of it has to be realistic. And as it's realistic, you can then feel more positive and enthusiastic about the outcomes because they're achievable. And so optimism has to be achievable, not unrealistic. You can have some higher ones. So so you move your way with goals forwardly. It's like going from A to Z, going to B and C and D first, as opposed to you know, going right up to Z and forgetting that you have to work your way through through B and to get to Z. And a lot of people get sort of hung up with that. And uh you know, I, I think I drifted away from your question, but in terms no, of... No, no, it's it's good. It's, it's all in there. <laughs> in terms of the negativity in terms of the office, and, and, you know, if you dwell on it, you're actually playing into the game yourself because that's mm-hmm. what they're trying to accomplish in terms of those are the people who are stuck with negativity and want to blame and... Uh, and, and and, and you're accepting that. You're allowing them to beat up on you when you should simply just cut it off. If you don't believe it, you don't even have to defend it. Forget it. You know, let let them keep talking about it. They won't be able to talk about it forever because they're not accomplishing their objective 
in terms of getting to you. So you just have to say, hey, none of that is true. It's a bunch of BS. Mm -hmm. Let it go. Let it, Let go. it go. That's yeah. right. Remember the food for thought. I, I love the saying, if you don't mind it, it won't matter. If you mm -hmm. don't put it into your thought, it won't right. manifest, become real. We're, it's amazing, Peter, but we're down to like our last five minutes of this show, and the show just wouldn't be complete with it, without talking about how Feeling Great Began Life as a beautiful pamphlet from yeah. Daddy Yankee. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about this 99-year-old uh, yeah. powerhouse? She is absolutely fantastic. The Brahma Kumaris it was, uh, started, oh, I don't know, maybe 60 years ago by a diamond... Uh, a diamond miner, a man, and uh, he left all of his money to this organization, which is run entirely by women. And Daddy Yankee, who's 99, I, think I met her about 20 years ago, and she reminded me so much of my grandmother, who I had a great relationship with, that like I fell in love with Daddy. And uh, she had this little booklet, and you know, as a company, we did publish other books for her. And uh, but I had this booklet in my washroom that I would you know flip through in the mornings. It was a very short, very short, but it had some the philosophy inside of it. I thought was fantastic. And then there were some other books that that she had that I looked at, and and I thought, you know, these women running this organization with this mm -hmm. philosophy behind it is just absolutely incredible. And and. And it needed embellishment, and uh, so you know what I what I did was I contacted them and I, and I contacted Daddy. And I said, "Look, I want to take your book. And I want because it was a tiny little booklet, you know, like mm -hmm. three inches by three inches, probably fifty pages long with large type in it." And uh, I said, "We want to expand on your philosophy, your values, and and to add." You know, a few things from the the mind side of things, not just the spirituality side of things. And uh, she was enthusiastic about that, and so we 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 worked it out. And uh, I asked Kelly Johnson uh, to actually bring all of these things and to embellish these, uh, you know, the sections of the book, so that. And she did a fantastic job in terms of it's a easy read. I think anyone and everyone can relate to to the issues being presented in there, and anyone and everyone can actually accomplish feeling great if they want to. All you have to do is want to, and, and that's how the book got started. So I really call myself the instigator. I was the instigator. Daddy Yankee is the uh, the philosopher, values lady, and Kelly is is the the writer who brought it all together. Um, you know, so that's how it got started. And and then, you know, there's a little bit in there about Daddy Yankee, a personal experience she had, and there's an experience I had when I was nine years old in there as well, uh, which oh, cool. I still remember, still remember as clear as today. Like I almost died that day, and uh, mm. I, th I didn't really think about it until... Actually, I started this company, and uh, there was some talk about near-death experiences, and that it became so clear to me that I think I almost had something like that. 
and it was and from that day forward I've really never worried about much never worried about money that I would have enough I just did what I liked doing what I loved doing and all the books and all the things we do I think makes a difference in a lot of people's lives which feels really great for me I you know I've had a blessed life and uh I have a lot to be thankful for. And I'm sure that that is probably reflected in the book. Uh, you know, it's it's filled with your enthusiasm, optimism, and, and that contentment that you're talking about. And isn't it amazing that uh, this pamphlet, which was so tiny, was almost uh, like a diamond itself, and diamonds do come in very small packages. That's correct. That's correct. That's what it was, really. And I'm so glad to be, uh, you know, doing something with Daddy Yankee. She's a great lady. And it's amazing how uh, this this whole uh, problem. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.